You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Or just better now. That's all you can say. Ready, run, Lindsey. Lindsey Scott. Lindsey Scott. Lindsey Scott. Welcome to the Blog the Dogs podcast. I'm Herschel Gurley here as always with my co-host, Boss Dog. Boss, bark at the people. Welcome back, everyone. Hope y'all are excited about the results from the draft like we were. Some disappointments, but mostly excitements. Today, we have another interview guest for you, Melanie Salata Fitch, the CEO of Mr. Irrelevant, which is especially relevant to dog fans as our very own Tay Crowder was this year's Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah, Tay getting picked with the last pick, so he'll be a part of Irrelevant Week the big celebration that Melanie and her family have put together since 1976 of the final pick in the draft. And she was kind enough to come spend some time with us this week. So uh, here is our interview with Melanie Salata Fitch, the CEO of Irrelevant Week. Well, we are thrilled to have Melanie Salata Fitch with us today. Melanie is the CEO of Irrelevant Week, which is dedicated to celebrating the last pick of the NFL draft, now known lovingly as Mr. Irrelevant, and their organization has raised more than $1 million for various charities over the years. And Melanie, we are so excited to talk with you today. Welcome to the program. Thank you. We like to talk about dogs all the time, underdogs, <laughs> any dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we're obviously excited because Tay was Mr. Irrelevant this year. I, I want to start by saying it's my understanding that uh, a happy birthday wish is in order. I understand there were some plans to go to Vegas for a birthday celebration that obviously went awry. So happy birthday to you. Thank you. Well, first, I just wanted to talk about the genesis of Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, and if you could just explain the creation story of that and to our listeners, that'd be great. Okay, uh, the beginning of Irrelevant Week, it was my father, Paul Salata, his idea. He, he played in the NFL, and then uh, after he retired, he played for the 49ers, was one of the teams he played for. So after he retired, he would man their table at the draft. They have two live people at each team table, and, and he would they'd call in the pick and so um, he would man that table, and so he got the idea one year. He thought it'd be fun to honor the last selection just like the first one because he felt they're, everybody's equal, right? They're all, there's so many people that are qualified to make the draft, but only you know 255 make it. So this is 45 years ago, and Commissioner Rosell, Pete Rosell, um, was a friend of his, and so he, he asked the commissioner, he said, hey, how about if we – take the last guy in the draft, doesn't matter what team, 
and let's bring him out to Newport Beach, which is where my dad, where we live. And we're going to treat him like he's the first guy drafted. And my dad's not a marketing guy. So he said, hey, but we're going to call him Mr. Irrelevant because it's irrelevant that he's drafted last, which we've had to hang on for the last 45 years. But So Roselle and the NFL said, hey, that sounds great. So we blew him out and that's where it started. Right from the get-go, we treated him as if he was a superstar. You know, the marquees, all the signs had his name on it, and we had a press conference, and um, it's pretty fun, and it's and it's still very very fun. Yeah, so I, I was going to say this year was the the forty fifth year of Mister Relevant, which is exciting, and I thought it was apropos because your father was a receiver. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so I thought it was apropos that the first mystery relevant in 1976 was Kelvin Kirk, who was also a wide receiver out of Dayton University. So I thought that was kind of neat, some neat symmetry between those two things. Now, tell me if I'm wrong about this, but my understanding is that when Kelvin Kirk came out to Newport Beach, his flight got delayed and he was not there for the introductory press conference and there was a stand-in brought in. Is that right? Yes, it's irrelevant, right? So we've learned since then to bring Mr. Irrelevant in the night before we need him because obviously Kelvin Kirk taught us about that. And we've had some teams send him to the wrong city, which is kind of interesting. But that, so we had this press conference, but it was going to start and he wasn't there. So we actually pulled a fellow who was a butcher at the market. There's a market just down from the Valvo Bay Club where we were. And we're like, hey, we need you. And he came and we started the press conference, just like a real press conference. Hi, tell us, you know, where are you from and all this, you know, what was your favorite play of the game and like that. And this guy wasn't even a football player. He was a butcher, you know, so he could have told us by pound how much a football weighs or something, but you know, but he was, he was a good sport. He thought it was it, it, there's ABCs there and you know, it's not just print media, it's televisions there. And, and so then Kelvin, the real guy arrives right when the press conference is going on, we shuttle him down from the airport and we just, literally just switched them just right while they're standing there, you know? And so, <laughs> and he continues on what his favorite play of the game was, you know, who cares? It's irrelevant. And so it was the butcher. He, it was fun that he was game to play. And also Kelvin was game to just roll with it. It was, it was an irrelevant start to a good tradition, I guess. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, I read somewhere that your dad has a saying, doing something nice for someone for no reason. That seems to be fitting for um, for him and for your family from from the things I've read. Could you speak on that a little bit and just kind of, I guess, the, the motivations for all this and the goodwill that's come from all of it? Um, yes, that's, again, my dad's motto was, I think it was kind of a precursor to a random act of kindness, right? You know, it's doing something nice for someone for no reason. So, I mean, if you if you look at the big picture, we're we're there, and then all of a sudden, by virtue of the draft, a name is said, and now we're going to celebrate this guy. We don't know this guy. We're not necessarily a you know, University of Georgia fans, but we're on it, and we're going to you know treat him well. So that's what we do. You know, I. What else did you want to know? <laughs> I just I guess about kind of how not just the, you know, celebrating Mr. Relevant, but it seems to be based on what I've read about your dad and about your family that maybe inadvertently, this is also kind of a celebration of, you know, y'all's goodwill and y'all's character. It just seems to be, seems to be that y'all are very well liked and, and apt to do good things in the community. And, and I think that's, that's at the end of the day, what all of this is about, right? Is celebrating 
the good qualities and, and hard work and dedication. And um, it, it just seems to embody your family from what I've read. So I was just hoping maybe you could speak on that a little bit. Could you forward me that article? I put it on, <laughs> <laughs> on my wall and in my house. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're known to, well, we're known as kind of quirky, but yes, we're known as helping a lot of different people and programs. My dad came from a very poor family. His dad died when he was very young and he had six brothers. So his mom raised the seven boys and he's always had to work hard, but always appreciates when people are um, recognized for the hard work that they do. And so, but he's done, you know, kind of goofy things. Irrelevant Week usually focuses because Irrelevant Week does raise money for different charities. And what we focus on is that we can actually see where the money is going. We've given money to the Red Cross and the American Cancer Society in the beginning. And it doesn't have to be just football related or just children's sports. Um, but we've had done things where there was a local city park that was just dirt, dirt and rocks. And um, they were trying to play Little League on it. And so we came and we said, contacted the city and this is my dad's idea, right? So he contacts the city and he says, hey, if we put in sprinklers and sod and lights and bleachers, um, we'll pay for all that if you keep it up. And the city's like, great. And we paid for the kids' uniforms. They're in kind of an underserved uh, community. So now all of a sudden they've got a, a real playing field. They've got their uniforms. They've got their equipment. But, but we could see that happen. You know, we don't just give someone a check and hope that it really gets to helping people. So um, that's my dad's lead. You know, he does weird things. This is when people had just taxis. He was in a guy's taxi and the guy didn't have a radio. So he said, hey, let's let's swing by this car uh, audio place and we'll have a radio put in your taxi. Keep the meter running. It's okay. So, you know, he buys a guy a taxi driver radio so that he could, you know, listen while he's driving. It just helpful but quirky and so yes our family is known as being helpful and quirky and we keep in touch with a lot of the former Mr. Relevance because we want to know how they're still doing or ones that aren't playing anymore you know we just wish them well and we and if there's any help that we can get them in the future or for their future um, employment recommendations or whatever um, we're all over it because we like to see Mr. Relevant succeed like Tay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, that's beautiful. I didn't, I didn't realize that I was, you know, that's interesting because it is a unique fraternity. You know, there's only 45 of them. So they have their own unique space in history as well. So th that's really cool. So from my reading, you have been involved with the organization with your dad from the start. Is that right? Yes. And so what are some of your favorite, I guess, stories over the years from Irrelevant Week and from the different personalities y'all have gotten to interact with throughout the years? <laughs> In the beginning, the, the Mr. Relevance were older than I was because I was in college, right? And so I'm like, ooh, wow, you know. But um, now, now I'm older than the moms. I'm older than the guy's parents. So it's like, hey, don't you want to party with me? Not really, you know. But, <laughs> I, but I have I have two daughters that help me with a relevant like, They're more on that level for guiding them to his events than I am. They can do that, whatever speak that. We have a whole, none of the people that are involved in Irrelevant Week are paid. I'm not paid. Nobody's paid. It's all volunteer, but uh, which actually helps us make a lot more money for charity because we're not paying for help and things. But 
Um, so there's a good base of volunteers out here and everybody's like, okay, what should we do this year? You know? And so we have these kind of think tanks, which probably shouldn't go on video, but you know, we're, we're, okay, what should we do? You know? And so as soon as we get a Mr. Irrelevant, we try and plan the week according to his likes, what he'd like to see and tailor it special for him. You know, some fun things that we've done is, uh, one year, uh, Mr. Irrelevant wanted to meet Playboy bunnies, wanted to go to the Playboy Mansion. So we arranged for that. And so he was able to go and have dinner with Hugh Hefner. And the bunnies were there in their PJ things, negligees. And um, they had like spaghetti and watched movies. And then they kind of partied on, which he liked very much. And I, you know, I didn't get to go. I didn't really want to go. It's too late for me. But that's fun when some of the things repeat during Relevant Week. He always arrives somehow. He gets his Lowe'sman trophy, which is the opposite of the Heisman trophy. Very select. You're right. Only 45 of those. That's right. And uh, so we, when he comes to the arrival party, something's different. So when you're Ronnie Makeda was from Army. So we had him come in on a rocket launcher with these Army guys kind of attacking the arrival party or getting ready at the arrival party. Uh, Cam Quayle, and at that time, Vice President Quayle was the vice president. Not No relation, but, you know, it's something to play off of. So we brought, we brought Cam Quayle in. It looked like a Secret Service limo. You know, we had, like, guys walking in front with the Oh, yeah, Claire, yeah. Claire, all clear, you know. We yeah. brought guys in on plastic whales. Tavita Ampangawe was a, was a, um, from the Kingdom of Tonga. So we thought, uh, bring him on an outrigger canoe, and we had, like, girls dancing and coconuts and it's it's fun it's a it's a great way to kick it off and and that's fun um again we want to celebrate him so whatever is ha- makes him happy too if he wants to go surfing then we do a beach party and we have baywatch girls saving him and we've got you know it's there's a lot of fun that we've had specifically i'm not sure i could pull something out of my hat that was better than something else but with the support that we get, you know, our volunteers, it's really fun. The whole week is, you know, they kind of drop off because they get tired because Mr. Irrelevant has to go to everything, right? Right, He's, right. We kind of put him in a hefty bag and twist tie it and send him back to the team at the end of the week because he's <laughs> exhausted. It's just a lot, a lot of fun but to celebrate him, of course. You know, it's his 15 minutes of fame or 15 seconds of fame, five days of fame. Yeah, so I've seen video footage of the event, and I've always loved it. I I told you this when I reached out initially. I just think it's such an awesome idea and such a cool thing to celebrate that person, and what a fun way to do it. And I've you know I've seen some of the images from Mister from Irrelevant Week, and my understanding is when does the Lozman banquet occur? Is that at the end of the the festivities, and that's kind of the the big send off? Is that how that goes, or how does all that work? Usually, it's at the end. We've had some time because we have to work around when the team will let us have him, you know, and that will change because sometimes they just, they won't let us have him for a whole week. Tim Toon had come in, Mr. Irrelevant had come in and we only had him for three days. So we actually, we actually had him arrive and go right into his Lozman banquet. We've had him arrive. The last event was his arrival, even though he'd been here all week because we have to mush it around when we can have them. So, yes, the answer to your question, long-winded, is the Lozman is the pinnacle, pretty much the uh, keynote event. We try and have it 
towards the last. It doesn't really matter because it it's fun. We have celebrities come and kind of roast, toast him, wish him well. It's um, We usually have at least like 10 prominent celebrities there, right? More than just like one speaker going, hey, good luck. You know? So that's a lot of fun. But we could have, we've had that in the beginning. And then he's gone from there to the next day of beach party, next day live in studio at NFL Network. Then he goes to Disneyland and he goes to Fox Sports. And it's blah, blah, blah. You know, and he has like groupies, people take him around. And so whether the Lozman's first or last, the Lozman's the most maybe organized or, you know, it's like a banquet in his honor. So he gets the award, nice things are said, videos are seen, um, a lot of money's raised for charities in his name. But it doesn't have, it's irrelevant. It doesn't have to be first, last. <laughs> So tell us how the the week has evolved and changed over the last 45 years. So how, how it's grown, how the events have changed or not changed, and how things look differently uh, as 2020 Irrelevant Week is being planned versus 1976 Irrelevant Week. Huh. Versus 1976. We've learned a lot, and so we have, we're able to plug in a lot of things. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. The Lozman Banquet, all the events, several hundred people come to every event. No, they want, the, hey, when's the surfing? When's the Lozman banquet? Like at the Lozman, like I said, we have these celebrities. They're kind of hard to, we start early in the year trying to get those people together because they're busy and they've got things to do. But we always have a Lozman banquet, the uh, arrival, plug that in. Um, again, we've been doing a, if we've been doing a beach party and, the surfing, if he's a golfer, we'll have a golf tournament that's macabre. It's weird. It's not like a usual golf tournament. We're running around, and we've got hooter girls chasing him. And uh, we, we kind of have a template that we try and personalize to him. This year, because of the virus and all of the um, rules, it would be hard for us to have. We're on hold, basically. We're ready to go but we're on hold because we can't have 500 people sitting in a banquet ballroom. Right. Right. And we can't have people on a beach if the beach is open. Actually Newport beach is open, but um, we can't have people close together and it's just not going to have the impact. If it's you and I and Tay standing on a beach going, Hey, isn't this fun? Well, kind of, <laughs> you know, so we, he'll be Mr. Irrelevant until a new one's selected. Right. So we have 12 months basically that we can wait to celebrate him. Kind of the way things are going now, and again, I need the team to let me have them, and the team isn't even sure when they're going to be able to practice. So right. I would anticipate it'll slide closer to like August or September because then they'll start allowing people to get together again. You know, this thing I think is going to, they're not all going to say, okay, Monday, everybody, let's go to the stadium. You know, right. We're at the ready. Of course, we'll have to bend it around what's allowable. We have our Lozman trophy ready for him. We can, it was my understanding that dogs can't get the coronavirus, so we had all these bulldogs ready for him. But then, <laughs> then last night on the news, some pug got the coronavirus, so I don't know if bulldogs can get the coronavirus or, you know, we can give, give our underdog an underdog bulldog. And Tay said he'd like to have a bulldog. I asked him if he owned a bulldog, and he said, No, not yet. And I'm thinking, hmm. That's something we can. Oh about. yeah, I like that. Oh, I definitely like that. Right. Yeah. So now that was going to be what I wanted to ask you about too. So 
y'all's involvement on the final day of the draft is that y'all are involved with the announcement of the this year it would have been the 255th pick but whatever the pick ends up being that year in the draft and then do y'all get to talk to the player selected Mr. Relevant shortly after that How, how does that work and what's that interaction like with him and with his family right so it's immediate the team knows we want to talk to him immediately um, for two reasons. They, you know, we congratulate him and and it's very fresh in his mind, but we also have a lot of media that want to pick it up. So if we lose him and not don't call him till hours later, we may never find him. So the team directly connection from the team, they've congratulated him and invited him onto the team. And then and it goes straight to us. So we were able to talk to Tay. There's people screaming in the background and he was, he was very nice. He sounds excited. He had watched the draft with his mom and his cousins, and he had heard of Mr. Relevant. Didn't know a lot about it, but he said he's excited to be honored. He's game, game to be honored. It makes it easier for us. But he really sounds like a great guy, and so it makes the week, the planning for the week, easier. But, yeah, we talked to him immediately. Then um, we talked to him again. He's given us the okay to let uh, his contact out to the media so that there's been a lot of write-ups about him. And then we'll continue to keep in touch with him to, again, find out what he likes and so that we can tailor his week. If He, he likes pancakes. You know, there's probably going to be a lot of bulldogs and pancakes seen <laughs> during his time here. I can think of worse ways to spend a week them with plenty of bulldogs and lots of pancakes to eat. So that, that's fantastic. Well, I will tell you, we don't know Tay personally, but I can just tell you from everything we have seen from him on the peripheral that, that he will certainly be a treat for y'all. Uh, he, so he was a very late scholarship offer to Georgia. He was originally supposed to go to Georgia Southern. He was recruited to Georgia as a running back and just kind of to show how selfless he is. He had to change his position to be a linebacker and kind of fought and clawed to, to become a starter and, you know, never complained, was always team first. So I, he, he'll be an absolute treat. And I think one of the neat things too, with the event being in Newport beach, kind of where his career started, to, to escalate up as a Bulldog is when Georgia played Oklahoma in the Rose Bowl uh, back on January 1st, 2018. There was an onside kick prior to halftime, and he grabbed it out of midair and fell down immediately, leaving enough time for Georgia to kick a field goal that got the margin closer than it would have been at halftime. It, it was just a very heads-up play, a very heady play, a play that embodies what Tay was. Um, so I think it's neat that he's kind of getting to go back to California to be celebrated at the place where his college notoriety sort of started. So I think that'll, that'll be cool. What is it like for them or, or are some of them different? Do some of them not know about Mr. Relevant when y'all talk to them? I mean, are some of them not aware? What, what is that like? In, in the beginning, you know, because it was so new, they're like, uh, what? You know, and so we've had to have the head coaches, when they contact them, say, and now Melanie Fitch is going to be inviting you to be Mr. Relevant. They kind of lead in, help us on that. But um, what we do is, and what we'll We'll do with Tay, even though now most of the players have heard about it. Some of the former guys will call him and they'll tell him, look, these people aren't crazy. They really are in your best interest. Maybe they won't. I I would hope that they would. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, they would say, hey, man, stay loose. You know, it's it's a really fun week. What we do is we he's all he always has a guide. He always has someone with him. 
and we do this thing called advanced, uh, we call it um, advanced teaming. And so uh, what we do is we tell him where he's going to go that day. We tell him who's handling him, who he's going to see. Most of the time we tell him who he's going to see. We give him the gist of it. But who, to, who made it happen, who to thank. So he's very, try and get him as comfortable as possible. So if he was going to be speaking with you today, we'd tell him who you are. And, and it just is comfortable for him. So we've, we've learned that, that we just want them to be as comfortable as possible. Since the draft went to seven rounds, because in the beginning the draft was 15 rounds when we started relevantly. Because it's seven rounds, a lot of these guys are accomplished. And so they're like, hey, my agent told me I was going to go in the fourth round. Or, you know, they're not really happy as far as with the name Mr. Irrelevant. You know, they're, I'm not irrelevant. We're not saying they're irrelevant. Other Mr. Irrelevants will call him. We want him to be as comfortable as possible. He also has the opportunity to, um, we used to invite their family out. And then one year, the Tabita, the Tongan, invited 63 family members because he's this is my family. So now we, we have the Opahangawa rule and he's entitled to have one person come out because it was hard to cover lodging and movement of 63 people, right? So, yeah, absolutely. So we think they're more comfortable when they have someone they know, whether it's their mom or, or, a, or a teammate. Some of the fellow that went to the Playboy Mansion, he had a teammate, which... Ray was all over that. He's like, hey, hi. So um, we, um, because then they can say, isn't this fun? Doesn't this remind you of, you know, Herbie back at home or whatever they say? And so he will, again, we try and um, make it, make him happy and comfortable. He has someone with him. We do advanced teaming. We fill him in and then we, and then we roll, but it's all, it's all really fun. So, I would say the last um, 30, well, Donald Chumley, who was from Georgia, who That's was right. irrelevant in 85, he was great. Yeah. He loved it. And he's yeah. one of the earlier guys, you know. he I didn't realize his dad was a kicker for Georgia, too. I th I'm pretty sure that's right. I think that's right. Yes, ma'am. Wow. What a long, long line of uh, bulldogs. Once they get here and they really figure out it's true what we're telling them, they, they usually have a really good time. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Donald Chumley because I was going to ask you about that. Because for our listeners, uh, Tay is the first Mr. Relevant from Georgia in a seven-round draft. But Donald Chum Chumley was the uh, Mr. Relevant 1985 when he was the 336 pick in the 12th round by the 49ers. So Georgia does have some Mr. Relevant history, which I thought was cool. Um, and I'm glad Tay's getting to be celebrated for, for the reasons mentioned before. So could, uh, last thing I want to talk to you about is could you talk to us about the organizations that y'all work with and the charities that y'all work with? Did I read that y'all are working with SPIN currently? Is that one of the organizations that you work with? Yes. This year we're helping SPIN, which is serving people in need. You wanted to look it up. It's um, SPIN, S-P-I-N-O-C.org. And what they do is, you know, and especially in this time of the virus is they help families with children. Um, some of them are in transitional housing. Some of them are living in cars with their kids because of events that have happened. And so we have already given money towards them. And then the money from the relevant week this year will 
will continue to go to them. Their request for housing and help has gone up 181% in just the last 30 oh, wow. days. That so our volunteers, um, we've helped to we've helped monetarily, but we've also provided clothing and we've provided food and they've moved these people. Some of these people they've moved into like apartments or temporary housing, but there's no furniture in there. Our volunteers have provided furniture and paper goods and things that you you know need. The the draftathon spin is is partners with. Uh, United Way, and so it was a good marriage for that. Yeah, spin serving people in need. It, it's you know, and I feel for people that we're in California, so it's warm and it's pleasant. At least they're not freezing, but it's there's a lot of need all, all over the United States. So uh, spin has been appreciative of our help so far. Um, we're going to continue to try and get food out to these people, food to older people. You know, there's people that can't go outside. So right. um, make sure they're fed and have access to food that's sanitary. And, and um, yes, so SPIN is who we're helping. A great organization. They work hard. Um, 98 cents on every dollar goes to their programs. So we like uh, charities like that that are, are very effective. And Melanie, if our listeners or anybody that listens to this wants to support uh, Irrelevant Week with either volunteer hours or to make donations or to follow you guys on social media or anything like that, where, where could they do those things? The, our website is mrirrelevant.org, and you can click on that and donate. We're a nonprofit, so you know it's the same. There's also a tag on there that if you're interested in more, if you want to participate or whatever, just say hey i want to be irrelevant too and you can come out and be our grand marshal we can you know we don't care we'll do a parade for you if you want bring that oh, i love the that. dogs parade you know oh, i'd be all about that <laughs> it's, it's irrelevant we'll put your name on the side of a car it'll probably be a you know yugo or some kind of car that isn't you know Perfect. whatever works okay Oh, that sounds great. Well, Melanie, thank you so much for the time today. And thank you for sharing the stories of, of Mr. Relevant and Irrelevant Week. And we will look forward to y'all celebrating Tay. And um, if you ever want to come back and, and talk Mr. Relevant with us, you're, you're always welcome. So thank you so much, Melanie. Thank you. It, it was a nice intermission to my otherwise household day here. That's right. Stay yeah. safe. Stay healthy. Yeah, to you as well. That concludes our interview with Melanie. Boss, what were your thoughts? First off, I was not aware all that they were involved in. I knew they were nonprofit, but I was not involved with all the other charities that they were involved in. I was aware of all the stuff that they did and, you know, really making the last pick in the draft just as big a deal as the first pick in the draft, making this person feel special because for a lot of this, the last pick in the draft, the seventh round picks, the sixth round picks, these guys are really the equivalent of undrafted free agents a lot of the times. They get drafted, yes, but they have a very hard time sticking in the league. They they really they make up the bulk of that NFL draft three to five year window when you when you hear people say that they have a draft career of you know the NFL um, NFL average NFL career is three to five years. It's mostly made up of these these sixth and seventh round guys. So for them to, you know, really make a big deal um, about this person. I mean, sometimes this is the highlight of these guys NFL careers, um, sometimes of their life and to really take this week and really put the onus on them, you know, um, 
I really, you know, feel that it, it's a great thing. And then also uh, just some of the stories she talked about, I can't remember which player it was, but, you know, talking about bringing, um, they were like talking about bringing, you can bring some family members and one guy brought 63 family members, you know, that was awesome. But really just the great work they do. Uh, I was not aware of that but, um, before we started doing our research on this, the great charities that they're involved in and, you know, the great work they do outside of just this event. And they really are a great company and a great nonprofit. So if anyone out there can volunteer their time once everything goes back to normal and has an opportunity, you know, please look into it. Please take your time. Um, if you have it, you know, if you have donations, if you can, once everything goes back to normal and you're back working, please take the time to take a look at, you know, um, Irrelevant Week, Mr. Irrelevant. Um, it, it's a great organization. Yeah, I, I just love what they do. I've kind of watched this from afar for a number of years. I remember seeing this for the first time back at the end of the 90s. ESPN had done a, a feature on it, and I just thought then, I was like, man, this is cool. And I kind of, I guess, lost track of following it from a you know a close-up perspective. And so when Tay was selected, I thought it'd be awesome to have Melanie on and talk about the organization and talk about her dad starting. And I think too, and we talked about this in the interview, but I think it's a celebration too of the values of their family and the character of their family just seem like really good people and um, love what they do for these guys. And, you know, it's a little bit different now, obviously, because we're doing seven round drafts. So some of these guys do stick. I mean, 255 picks, it's still a lot of picks, but some of these guys have a shot to make it. When they originally started in the 70s, you know, the first Mr. Relevant, Kelvin Kirk, was a 17th round pick. So he was pick 487. So you're talking not just would be today an undrafted free agent, but he he may not even be involved at all. And then the first ever Mr. Relevant from Georgia, Donald Chumley, was a 12th round pick. So he was a 336 pick. I mean, and, and so I think even then to celebrate them was a fantastic thing. And we certainly encourage y'all to volunteer your time if you'd like to, or if you have donations you'd like to make to their organization, uh, all their dollars go and actually work for something. So you can go to mysteryirrelevant.org to either volunteer or donate. Again, that's mysteryirrelevant.org. And please give them a follow on Twitter as well. Uh, it's just at Irrelevant Week. So at Irrelevant Week on Twitter and then on Instagram, they are at Irrelevant Week HQ. So at Irrelevant Week HQ on Instagram. Give them a follow, support them in any way you can. Uh, Melanie was fantastic to talk with, and they just seemed like they'd be a great family to hang out with, spend some time with. So we are really excited for Tay to, to get to be celebrated by them. And we will look forward to that when, when things return to normal, then getting him out there for a week and, and fetting him like he's, he's the mayor of Newport Beach. So uh, thank, thank you, Melanie, for coming on. Thank you to the Salada family for all the hard work that y'all do. And with that, go dogs, sick them. Go dogs. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. 
It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.